Hi ladies, welcome to Breakout Women's Bible Study. I'm Janice Moise. Thank you so much for joining me. My goal is to help you fall in love with the Word of God. I love my Bible and I look forward to reading it each and every day. Now, have you ever asked yourself, is this God speaking to me or are these just my own thoughts? The Word of God is the only thing that can divide between your spirit, your soul, and your flesh. On this podcast, we go through the Bible one chapter at a time. I love to read the Bible out loud. Now, how did I start reading the Bible out loud? Many years ago, after I had my last child, I was feeling a little down. It was not postpartum depression, but I was analyzing everything in my life. I was feeling overwhelmed trying to balance it all. I was trying to balance my life, my children, my marriage, and it was becoming a bit much to tell you the truth about it. And I started feeling really down. And I remember seeking God in prayer about how I was feeling. And he led me to start reading the Bible out loud. And I'm telling you, ever since I started reading the Bible out loud, my life has never been the same. I have never struggled with those emotions again. I'm a happy person again. (laughs) Now, when you read the Bible out loud, you get a double benefit. When you read the word out loud, the word gets inside of your heart and faith comes from hearing the word. Today we are studying John chapter 1. And yes, we will be reading the whole chapter out loud. I ask that you please follow along as we read the chapter. And if you do not have a Bible near you, you can still follow along by downloading the Bible app. I will be reading from the New International Version. And once we are done reading the chapter out loud, we will pick out a few scriptures for our devotional time. Ladies, get your cup of coffee, get your tea, and let's get into the Word of God. Let's start with John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light, He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, We have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. Now this was John's testimony when the Jews of Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Christ. They asked him, Then who are you? 
Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Finally, they said, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied, and the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the desert. Make straight the way for the Lord. Now some Pharisees who had been sent questioned him. Why then do you baptize if you were not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the thunders of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany on the other side of the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is the Son of God. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the 10th hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about and the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite, and whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. We ask you, Lord God, for revelation knowledge of your word. We thank you, Father God, that we will see what we have not been able to see before. And so, Father, we praise you and worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Today, I would like to focus our study on the verses 46 through 50. Nathaniel asked the question, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Our topic today is, can anything good come out of this year? Now, as you go ahead and look through those verses, verse 46 through 50, what are you getting from this portion of scripture? Please write down your thoughts and feel free to share it on our Facebook group, Breakout Women's Bible Study. In verse 46, Philip told Nathaniel that he had found the Messiah. Nathaniel had a hard time believing the news. He was very skeptical of Jesus. Would a Messiah come out of Nazareth? And I loved Philip's response to him. Philip said, come and see. And so many of us are doubting if anything good can come out of this year. My answer to you is, watch and see. This year has been quite an adventurous year. It seems like we keep going from one news-breaking event to another. This year has felt like a roller coaster at times, with all of its ups and downs. It seems like many of us have been holding our collective breaths, waiting for the next shoe to drop. It is easy to believe that nothing good will come out of this year. Some people are even saying, let's cancel 2020. We may as well start looking forward to 2021. Well, there are two ways that you can look at this season. You can either look at this season as one of the worst seasons of your life, or you can look at it as one of the greatest opportunities that you've ever had. This is a season of rest, a season to go deeper in your relationship with God. Now, if you want to go higher, you must be willing to go deeper. And 2020 is the year of rest. In Leviticus 25, the Israelites were commanded to obey the Sabbath year. The Sabbath year is a year of rest that was consecrated to God. It was a year that forced them to depend on God and to recognize God's lordship in all areas of life. I don't know about you, but 2020 has certainly been a year that has forced us to depend on God like never before. God promised them that after the year of rest would come the year of Jubilee. The Jubilee year was supposed to be a year in which each one was to return to his property and to his family. The year of Jubilee was to be a year of abundant prosperity. Now your Jubilee year can be released at any given moment, but you must stay in faith. God is not limited by the calendar. He is only limited by your faith. Do you believe that God can turn this year into one of your most productive years of your life? You know, we assume that we can only make progress when we are working hard, or as some people say, when we are on our grind. But God can do more in your rest than you can ever do in a lifetime. All God needs from you is your trust. Do you feel like a Chinese bamboo tree? You feel dormant? You see no visible signs of activity? Is your patience being tested? Are you wondering how you will make progress this year? The Chinese bamboo tree can appear dormant for five straight years and yet grow 80 feet in just six weeks. On the surface, it looked like nothing was happening, but the tree was developing a root system that was strong enough to support its exponential growth. You can look at this season as one of the worst seasons of your life, or you can look at it as the time where you dug your roots deeper. 
This is a time where God is preparing you for your exponential growth. This is a season where you get to go deeper in God. God is only limited by your faith. Do you really believe that this pandemic is big enough to stop God's plan for your life? Nothing catches God by surprise. Because he, God was not surprised, he already accounted for what is currently going on. Jesus said to Nathaniel, you will see greater things than that. Now, if you can believe, you will see greater things. The world is becoming a darker place. Different groups are fighting over various issues. But if we look within our hearts, we will hear the Lord confirming to our hearts that you will see greater things than that. God has promised you many things this year, and it looks like nothing is happening. But I want to remind you that God can do more in three months than you can ever do in a lifetime. In spite of what is going on in the world, there is still an exemption for you. You can abide in the land of Goshen. When you study the Old Testament, you notice that there was light in Goshen while there was darkness in Egypt. We must trust God. We cannot allow the media to overwhelm us with fear. We must stay in the Word of God. We must stay so full of the Word of God that the Word of God becomes louder than any other voice. This year is not over yet. If you can believe, all things are possible to you if you believe. Do you believe? Then you will see greater things than that. Please thank you so much for joining me. Remember, this is your breakout year. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Breakout Women's Bible Study, to participate in our community. It will give me an opportunity to get to know you better. Remember, ladies, it is time for you to rise up. And yes, God will do greater things than that. Love you, ladies. God bless you.